Yeah, and you can utilize many different strategies at the top of that funnel. Um, it's just making sure that what's at the top aligns with the bottom. So um, what I mean by that is making sure that every element is consistent. So at the top of the funnel, for example, if the top of the funnel is an advert on social media for a weight loss program, that's, I don't know why it's the first thing that came to my head. But let's you just look at me. Let's just coming up. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> right welcome back to fly high media talks it's good to have you back and um today we are going to be talking about something fairly practical um that a lot of people don't have much awareness around um and uh yeah we just wanted to give that value out to anyone that uh wants to learn more about this and, and how this works and, and what it is essentially so Sales funnels. What is a sales funnel? Um, it's a piece of jargon, if I'm honest. To be honest, uh, it's a buzzword. It's, it is a buzzword. Yeah, it's not something you can like touch. It's not a piece of software. It's not really something you can, um, that you can like use physically. Um, but what it allows you to do is to differentiate customers at different stages along the sales process. Um, there's a lot of marketing involved in it, so it's not strictly sales, but. Um, What's, what a sales funnel essentially is, is if you imagine like a funnel going from the top to bottom, like like a natural funnel that you would siphon water through, um, you pour in a bigger amount of water at the top and a smaller amount of water comes out, of the, not smaller, but in the smaller stream comes out at the bottom. Um, what a sales funnel is, at the top you would have things like uh, search engine optimization or Facebook advertising or pay-per-click advertising, which we're going to dive into in a second. Um, the second stage might be, so what you want to do with them, with you get traffic from SEO, they go into the website, which is the next stage. On the website, you want them to download an ebook, for example, or opt into a newsletter. That's the next stage. When they have the ebook, you have the email, you have the email in an email list. That's the next stage. It's called this, own, own traffic. It's, it's the traffic you own. So you're immediately going from traffic that's basically on your website, traffic you own, i.e. you have their email address in your database. Um, from there, you go down to potentially um, a 15-minute discovery call. So we like to get on a no-obligation call with clients to figure out what, what issues they're having and uh, what solution we can provide. Um, and that's something they get after they've potentially been in our email list, been speaking to us on LinkedIn. Not straight away, first thing they call. People don't really jump around the funnel that much, but sometimes they do. Um, and then from there, it's uh, after the 15 minute call, um, they go down to potentially a sale, put together a proposal and, uh, and they go down to a sale. And it works like that in pretty much all businesses that if you're using that model. Um, but what it allows you to do is to have, for example, a thousand people at the top of the funnel, that would be your traffic, let's say you get a thousand views per month. Not all thousand of those are gonna um, download an ebook, for example. Let's say 200 of those download an ebook. Um, so the amount, the further down the funnel you go, the amount of people that are in it decreases, but what increases is the probability of them purchasing because they're still there. So the, the longer the journey they're willing to make, the more likely they are to buy. And then equally, 200 people download it, you know, 180 don't open it, 20 open it, um, 10 people book a call with you, five of them don't have a budget, five of them buy. Um, and it just sort of siphons people down from the time wasters, the people that don't have the budget, the people that you're not a right fit for down to the very few, but the ones that do make the sale uh, down at the bottom. So let's jump into the awareness stage, for example, which is right at the top, um, top of the funnel, that we, what we call it, which is gathering that, that market, that target audience. So uh, 
from your perspective, SEO, pay-per-click, and Facebook advertising, how does that work at the top of the funnel? How people can leverage it? Yeah, so at the top of the funnel, people don't know who you are um, at all, unless it's by sheer coincidence, it's quite unlikely. So, um, for example, someone's got a, a pain point. So, for example, for us, if someone was looking for SEO services, then they type in SEO Manchester, something like that, SEO services, local SEO. Uh, they come come to our website, so let's say we get a thousand hits a month. We we get about a thousand hits a month on like one service page. Let's say it's SEO, um, and then they find out the information. We either want them to get to opt in for to, for a contact form, or um, there's there's resources on there. So download an ebook. Um, if you don't have SEO, we don't want to use that. Then you can use um, YouTube, for example. That's a that's a way to that's get people into the funnel. Um, if you want to do paid media, then you can do pay per click. So Google AdWords, Bing. Um, you can do Facebook ads, that kind of thing, Instagram ads. So that gets people who've never heard of you before into the funnel uh, a lot quicker than SEO. Um, but that, that's that's how you get them to the top of the funnel. These people, um, you probably spend most of your budget at the top of the funnel because you're trying to find out, the, trying to find the right people. Um, so and from there's basically a selection process of who stays yeah. who goes essentially and that's up to the people because they have to choose to opt in they do if they don't then they then they don't um in terms of your website there's many things you can do on that i use the ebook example but there's many things you can do you can have people download a video opt into a to a, video a, case to a free course a video case study yeah um, ones that we've used in the past were instead of email we've used uh, messenger bots for example which works in a very similar way it's i don't know whether we still call it traffic you own because technically facebook own it so if... yeah i'd say you still own it because you can still advertise them for free so mm. um like once so if if, if you're, you're not quite sure with um traffic you own so like traffic you own is like email list facebook fan page um instagram followers um messenger bot list that kind of thing um, so basically it's free because once you've gained that traffic it's your traffic and you can send out messages to them as often as you want um, it doesn't cost you anything whereas if you're paying for advertising you'd have to pay uh, mm. to get those people uh, again a big piece of awareness around this is even though it's such a sort of I explained this as a just sort of streamlined process from top to bottom it often isn't like that often Absolutely what not. often what it is is that you have people in your funnel we have people in our funnel that have been there for a year that we don't know about that could surface at that bottom level in terms of, um, oh, hey, can we schedule a 50-minute call? I've been following you guys for a while. Um, like, we get messages sometimes of people that like, watch our videos and listen to our, to the podcast that we've never heard of before and it's been like half a year. Um, and you won't know about the people that are at the top of the funnel because there's so many of them. Yeah. You will know the people at the bottom because they're the ones that are making the sales, making the calls and sort of getting close to signing contracts and, and getting on board with you. But you won't necessarily know about what's happening at the top of the funnel. And people can jump around. There will be some people that will see like one video, see one piece of content on social media or one ad, one PPC ad or whatever. And they'll go straight into, well, they can go straight into a sale if you're sort of low ticket, if you're in low ticket e-commerce store. So for example, if you see a, an advert for something on, for, I don't know, Boohoo or whatever, you can go because it's so level, low level, you can just go straight from ads to purchase. You don't need to go and download a resource, be retargeted to and things like that. Um, it happens with with uh, larger investments as well. People will go straight from the top of the funnel into a quick call and make a purchase if they're quick decision makers, and there's not many decision makers involved. People can bounce around. People can go to the fifteen minute call and figure out, oh, it's not actually not actually very uh, useful for me at the moment. 
they go back to the top of the funnel. They never really leave your funnel unless you annoy them and they don't want anything to do with you. But naturally, they won't ever really leave your funnel because they'll still have that awareness in their in their minds of you and what you do. Um, and they'll, if you're doing things right, you're likely to, if, if they've been on your website, you're likely to be able to retarget to them via the Facebook pixel, PPC or whatnot as well yeah. um, for the people that have been on there before. So people might jump around between like, the top, go back to the bottom, then jump back to the top. And... Um, uh, but there will be some that will go straight from the top to the bottom. There'll be some that follow you closely with every single stage, get to the bottom and realize it's not for them. There will be some that will follow you closely and you'll know that it's a perfect fit right at the bottom and they'll, they'll sign you know, right there, right then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. Like our, At the moment, our web tracks traffic organically is doubling nearly every month, isn't it? Mm. Um, so we're obviously getting a lot of people in, in the funnel. Um, the YouTube channel, uh, it's, it's slowly growing. Um, so there's more and more people in the funnel and with that as long as they've been on the website or engaged with the videos then we can retarget them so uh, we did that um, a few months ago now so we did it with that was purely web traffic and we did some retarget yeah. videos um, and from there we did some um, like we did retargets on a conversions campaign for people to book discovery calls mm. um, and then we got some bookings through that so um, you can actually calculate like the, the cost per acquisition for a, for a discovery call yeah um, so if, if you work out the value of it um, I think it was you know five or ten pounds something like that. So I, I generally can't remember the numbers. Um, like the sales pipeline, we can't really remember. No, a lot of time you know because it will pivot um, it depending pivot, on yeah. what you're doing. So well, one month we're, probably, we're focusing on one particular service because we have a good case study. One month we're pivoting into another thing, and uh, it will be similar with you. And there's no reason why you can't have several different stages. So at the top funnel, you can have very good SEO campaign, you can be putting out content on social media. So for example, our YouTube channel, um, even though it might not seem like it, but our, the, the videos we put out, the content we put out, we, we share on LinkedIn and stuff, that's actually a very good source of the top of the funnel lead generation for yeah. us. Um, then we take the customer through that journey all the way down. Um, that's so why, That's why consistent, consistency is good. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you can utilize many different strategies at the top of that funnel. Um, it's just making sure that what's at the top aligns with the bottom. So. Um, what I mean by that is making sure that every element is consistent. So at the top of the funnel, for example, if the top of the funnel is an advert on social media for a weight loss program, that's, that's, I don't know why it's the first thing that came to my head. But let's just look at me. Let's just going far. Brilliant. So let's say that you're you're selling a you're a fitness coach or whatnot. At the top of the funnel is an advert for a weight loss program. People click that and they go through to a landing page and there's nothing about a weight loss program. It's all about bulking. Um, means obviously something's not aligned. Your adverts are aligned with the next stage of the funnel, i.e. the website or the free ebook that you're trying to give them. So if you're funneling people with an advert for weight loss, but they go on the landing page and it's an ebook for weight gain and how to live a healthy lifestyle. So that right there, the connection between the top of the funnel and that the second stage is a little bit broken because the people are people that have clicked it are qualified in the mindset for, I want to hear more about the weight loss program. If they go on the landing page and there's nothing about a weight loss program available to them, there's going to be a bit of confusion in their decision-making progress because already without knowing you at the first impression, they've lost a little bit of trust. Um, and untrusted people and confused people don't buy anything, uh, even if it's free. So uh, make sure that everything sort of is aligned from the very top to the bottom. So when we put out an advert for... Um, a free SEO audit, for example, when they go to the landing page, when they go to the call, when they go to the proposal, everything is aligned uh, with 
providing that prospect with an audit for the SEO, uh, figuring out what the issue is and how we can provide the solution. You know, we don't hook in a client, for, hook in a prospect with an SEO audit and then take them through to a landing page and speak about how we can sell them a website, for example. Um, unless that's part of the solution that we come up with, but it's not something we do on the front end. It's something that we've d derived from speaking to the client and, and figuring out what the issues are sort of internally as opposed to, you know, guesstimating them. So uh, yeah, just make sure that you have one clear goal for, 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 a, for a funnel and you know exactly what you want to do. I think the worst thing you can do is try to run like seven different funnels at, at once. Absolutely. Um, so you, you should double down on, on one funnel. Definitely double down funnel. to one, yeah. Uh, get the cost per acquisition down and you know ultimately rinse and repeat and mm. once you've got that ideal customer once you've got a customer list um get it into facebook use the email addresses um upload upload that customer database <coughs> create a lookalike audience things like that um and just every bit of so once you've got that customer that perfect customer make sure you make the use of that um at the very bottom of the funnel you've paid a lot of money to get there mm. Um, so you need to make them into loyal customers. So if you're e-commerce, you need to upsell. Or even if it's service, you can upsell them. So um, if if you're selling a three-month training package, you know you can sell them a twelve-month training package. Because uh, once once someone's bought off you once, that's why people do low-ticket sales, right? Yeah. So we we offer like a, a thing called Power Hour. So people come in, they do consultations, one hundred and fifty pound, and then we do that. And then after we've got some great results for them, it's a lot easier to sell. Uh, a, yep. month, a monthly retainer so what people actually do is uh what's called a uh low i forget the actual term uh at the bottom of the value ladder that's it value ladder, value ladder. uh what people will actually do is instead of to qualify a client um in some funnels instead of giving them away something for free like a free ebook what they might do is give away something for very very cheap uh so literally something like an ebook for, for 10 for 10 pounds or for five pounds or for what we see actually a lot of these days is shipping only get so many ads for shipping only yeah um and it, it's you're paying, for, you're paying for the book really as well you're paying for the book <laughs> effectively yeah but what that allows people to do is have the illusion of oh it's a free book i'm just paying for the shipping oh i understand it's logistics of shipping i don't want to waste money yes but what that actually does in the background in in, in business terms is as the business owner you'll get to see who's actually got the confidence and the willingness to pull out the credit card even if it's just for like five pounds because if they're willing to pull out the credit card for five pounds uh, for a small bit of value, they are much more likely to pull out the credit card for to invest into a service that will ultimately help their business if you portray your value correctly to them, obviously. Yeah. Um, whereas people that are always lingering about uh, getting the free stuff but never actually pulling out, um, you know, investing into anything, um, they're the ones that you're always going to be a bit iffy about because they've been there for a while they're watching all the content they're engaging with everything you've had a few conversations with them but they're still not making that decision to invest and um it is a big difference you know if you're selling services for two thousand pounds a month for example and you're getting someone to invest 10 pounds in an ebook it may seem like you know yes of course someone can do a 10 pound ebook but then they might not have money for for that but trust us there's there's a lot of sort of psychological stuff to learn that in terms of if someone's actually willing to you know to fork out that that tenor for a, for an ebook mm -hmm. they are much more likely to actually invest in uh, in something something higher scale because it's just proportion to them if they know they're paying 10 pounds for basically a free page ebook then they know that they for you know one-on-one -on -one services to help the business they're not going to pay 10 pounds they're going to likely to pay a hundred percent more than that 500 percent more than that um so it's just a bit of a psychological thing when you see those ads um 
that are sort of ship uh, free plus shipping um they're there to basically well yeah they're there to cover the cost of the book or whatever it is um but they're, they're predominantly to test you whether you're actually qualified enough to pull out your credit card and pay for that even though it's just a tenner um so that's a very very good way if you want to bypass that bypass that free stage what that will do of course is it will eliminate more people so it will empty out the people at the stage of the funnel but the ones that you're left with will be a hell lot more qualified than the what we'd call potential time wasters that are lingering around getting all the free stuff but never actually buying anything um and uh yeah it's just sort of being careful with that and make sure you're utilizing that in the right way if people aren't converting then you need to um start to think about optimizing the middle of the funnel so mm. working on content to, to nurture the middle of the funnel so you may, may need to increase retargeting or improve the content and retargeting things like that um so it's just about testing really and it is find, yeah. finding the perfect funnel consistency is very important because as soon as you've got someone at the top of the funnel you want to take them all the way down yeah and what you don't mm -hmm. want to do is put someone at the top they're very happy but then neglect them yeah so for example using our example again um we put out all the content people like it and then one day if we stop and we don't put out any value we don't give them anything for a month who are we to then come in after a month and ask them for for, for money for, for services because yeah. we've put the top of that funnel and then we ne neglected them for a couple of months. So uh, always make sure you're putting out content and they're seeing it. And they're gonna be seeing it if they you know follow or you target them or you retarget them with your website uh, on Facebook, which is very, very important. Always retarget your traffic. And um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And I uh, don't know if you have anything else to add to that. Yeah, just to, just to emphasize um, the, the bottom of the funnel. So once you've once you've spent so long getting people through the funnel, you know, retention's good. And the, probably the biggest thing, the biggest thing that we get business from is happy customers. So, mm. you know, happy customers sell you really well. So um, work on maybe a, a referral scheme, maybe. Some people do, you know, affiliates to pass on um, business. Um, but just just have like a really good relationship. So yeah. if you're in econ, maybe do, um, you know, birthday discounts. I know Subway, they give you a free cookie. On your birthday, things like that. Millie's cookies give you a free cookie if you bring in uh, your birth certificate on your birthday. Your name is Millie, I believe. Wow. So, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, th things like that. So that's why re reward schemes are in place as well. So I get a free Costa, uh, like, every six months from Vodafone. Wow. They've got a thing with Costa where they send me a little coupon on my app and, like, here's a Costa on us just at, at random every couple of months. Wow. So, yeah, like, so like that, yeah. Sub Subway, you know, they spend millions of pounds on tv ads brand awareness social to get you into that shop and to buy so um once you're on a loyalty card scheme then definitely they try and encourage you to come back and once you've built some good um good points and you've got enough to afford a free sub speaking from experience here um you know you, you can use that and then tell your friends that you used it um so yeah it's it's, it's yeah. great and just to end on that point I, when you were saying that referral scheme uh there's a really good book on that actually i read it's called the referral engine it's by hubspot isn't it i don't think it's by hubspot it's, it's like a yeah it's, it's by, orange I, think, I don't think it's by yeah, hubspot it's, no i think it is it's by the um, owner really i don't know that I okay that's something I, new. It, I, I read it but i don't know if it's by hubspot okay yeah, interesting read yeah re that, that's a really good book it's referring it basically shows you basically shows you how to um use your loyal clients to boost further sales and get more customers so well go give that read but um, yeah, we're running out of time here. If you have any questions or want us to clarify anything that we've touched on, feel free to send us a DM or a message or an email. Um, we're always open to have a chat and I'm sure we can help you in some way. Have a good one.